In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. So guys, we are in part five of our summer series called Dare to Prepare. And somewhere along the way, you decided, you know what? I need to start preparing and lead my family in this preparedness thing. But how do I do it without breaking the banks? If you're like most guys living in the stress bubble, everything is tight, especially the money. So how do you begin prepping for your family without breaking the bank? Find out how on this episode. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Hey guys, this episode is sponsored by Juniper Mountain Trading Post. This is my new favorite coffee, and of the three flavors that they are currently offering, my favorite is their Camp Cook. Camp Cook is their dark roast. It's strong and bold, but it doesn't have that burnt taste. A lot of dark roasts start to taste burnt. This is smooth. This is my favorite coffee. I enjoy uh, pouring this in my drip machine or in my coffee press and drinking it black. It is that good. Guys, when you go to junipermountaintradingpost.com and you're getting ready to check out in the box, enter arena and get 10% off your purchase. Men in the Arena Army, we salute you. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. I'm Jim Ramos, your guide and host of today's number one podcast on Spotify, guiding you to your best version in the stress bubble of life and beyond. Welcome to today's show. Before I jump into the meat of this podcast, I want to share with you one of the 365 hero stories we are collecting for this year. This is hero story number 72. It comes from Corey on YouTube. And Corey said, hey, the Calm Parenting Podcast was a great episode. My parents homeschooled eight boys and four girls. And my dad had a bad temper that affected us a lot. I grew up with a similar temper. It took a lot of experiences of humility before I was able to be calm, cool, and collected with my own children. When I mess up, it has actually provided opportunity to share with my kids my imperfection yet my heart's desire is to do better apologizing to them and owning my own shortcomings alleviates a lot of their anxiety and opens them up to me this is the first podcast i've heard from you guys and i'm glad i did i'm excited to share this with my brothers and sisters on social media thanks Corey. hit us up at info at and we will send you some swag just to say thank you so guys, I want to conclude this series on Dare to Prepare with what I personally use 
to prepare. So I've went through, you know, the list of lists. I've went through the biblical foundations of why I prepare. I went to through the logical reasons why I prepare. We've covered a lot of material here. This is just designed to get you started. This is not comprehensive. Hopefully this will get you moving down the pathway to preparedness. Maybe watch a couple of the movies I recommended. Maybe read a couple of the books I recommended. It'll get you, uh, give you a real, give you a, a better perspective of what could possibly happen that would create a situation where FEMA would be called into your community or Red Cross would be called into your community or the National Guard will be called into your community or all of these above. And you want to be prepared when that situation happens. And so I, I live on a budget. And because I live on a budget, uh, I have to be really wise with how I spend the family's money. Now, I'm outside of the stress bubble now, so my budget is a little looser. However, I still want to be a good steward of the resources God has given me. So I have four basic food storage rules. When I when it comes to me personally prepping food, purchasing food, I have four things that I have. I have four guidelines that I use in prepping food. The first one is this. I prep every time I shop. So every time I go grocery shopping, I spend a little bit money on prepping, whether that is a food prep or a bartering prep, such as a cigarette lighter. I don't smoke cigarettes, so it's just a lighter for me. Or whether it's a, a fireplace lighter or whether it's a, gal, a one pound container of Morton salt. I, I'm always buying something. So I always prep every time I shop, even if it's two bucks, uh, as much as twenty bucks. I'm using the two to twenty dollar range. Number two is what I am prepping must have a long shelf life. I am prepping for things I can literally pass on to my children. Things like a lighter, things like um, whole grain, wed red wheat, things like rice, things like beans. These things uh, can last decades if stored right. Number three is these items, the food items I am storing must be simple, nutritious, and highly effective. So that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for simple things to purchase that are nutritious and highly effective. And the fourth thing, and this is different for most people, the fourth thing that I do that a lot of people don't do is all of these things I'm purchasing, most of these things, there is a caveat, most of these things are add water only. So in my region in Oregon, we have a lot of water and a lot of access to water. So for me, all I need is easy access to water and a way to heat it up. And I can cook all of these food sources, which I'll tell you later uh, about in the podcast. Now, there is a caveat. The one caveat is I do purchase canned vegetables. I'm talking, when I mean vegetables, I mean any vegetable that is not a bean and not yellow. So I'll purchase green beans, peas, mixed vegetables, uh, diced tomatoes, uh, stewed tomatoes, tomato paste, this type of thing. So these are, this, these are the four rules I, I try to, or four guidelines I try to live by when I'm prepping. So here is how I store food. So this is, this is where I, I don't, I don't, I don't buy uh, food from prepping organizations that come already prepared for me. I typically don't buy a lot of dehydrated meals. I think those are super expensive and I'm on a budget. So what I do is I, I do five things. Five things is all you need to get started. Uh, first, you need a five, you need five gallon storage bucket. So I just do one bucket at a time. 
I'll start with a five-gallon bucket, and when I fill it with the item I'm gathering, then I'll go to the next bucket. A five-gallon bucket costs you about $7 uh, at our local uh, store here. We have a store that sells them, a grocery store that actually sells these prepping buckets. Five-gallon food-grade buckets, and then at the same store, I can just it's easy for me. I don't have to order online. I just go to the store, and it's all there. I buy these I buy these, gal, these gamma lids for five-gallon buckets, so the lids pop on. You hammer them, hammer them on with a rubber mallet, or you can punch them with your fist real hard. And then they actually will, once they're locked in, they actually will unscrew from the inside ring. And so you've got this bucket that screws on and off that you can use constantly. So I buy it. So I'll buy these mylar bags, which prevents insects and different things from coming in. I will throw an oxygen absorber in each uh, bag, which is another one of my, it's, which is one of my five of my list. So I have five gallon food grade buckets. I have gamma lids. I have mylar bags. I have oxygen absorbers and I have a zip tie or a little twisty tie. So those five things is all you need to get started. I would highly, highly, highly recommend you do not store food in any other way. You need all five of those things. And all those things can either be bought on uh, Amazon or you can purchase them at your uh, local grocery store if your store uh, sells bulk. So here's what I store. And I'm going to do this in order. So I'm going to, I have a category which I call primary things and I have a category called secondary things. Here are the primary things that I purchase and put in these five gallon buckets, rice, beans. So those two are critical, whole red wheat, salt, lots and lots and lots and lots of salt, sugar. And for me, coffee, I, I have enough coffee at this point for probably four months, six months worth of coffee. To me, coffee is critical and that's a morale booster. I don't need that to survive. But for me, in a situation like this, coffee is a great morale booster as well as sugar. So those can be added to many, many things. My secondary sources of prepping, again, these are things I'm putting into five-gallon mylar bag I'm putting the five gallon mylar bags and putting with buckets in buckets with my gamma lids. I do pasta and I put those little 45 cent uh, tomato sauce packets in the pasta buckets. So the pasta bucket will have all this pasta with the uh, packets on top. So I can just pull those things out and have instant spaghetti. Uh, I have pancake mix with syrup. I have peanut butter, powdered peanut butter that you just add water to, and you can store that in a five-gallon bucket. They actually come in containers, but I pour them into the five-gallon buckets. Uh, I store powdered milk. I store oats. I store dehydrated eggs. I store dehydrated potatoes, and I store missile. And you can store, but I don't. You can store dehydrated vegetables, but I have found that they are incredibly expensive, and so I typically just buy canned vegetables. So that's what I do. I take these items. I think I gave you, uh, I don't know, 13 different food sources, rice, beans, wheat, salt, sugar, coffee, pasta, pancake mix, peanut butter, powdered milk, oats, dehydrated eggs, and dehydrated potatoes. There are probably more. This is what I do. Put them in five-gallon Mylar bags with an oxygen absorber in a five-gallon bucket with a gamma lid, and I zip-tie them or I twisty-tie them. The, the primary items will store for decades. That's what I do. Hopefully that'll help, guys. If you need any more uh, advice or if you have any more questions, please hit me up. We're pretty good at responding rapidly to your questions. Uh, and if this episode helped you today, guys, do me a favor, man. Click this link, copy it, and send it to somebody you love. 
get them in this process with you. Until next time, feel the wet sound on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty, grind it out, and be a man. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men for from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.